Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Whelans and with me here this week, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Happy New Year. Hi. And to you. Everything all right over at your place? Uh, yes, it is now. Yes, we've had, we've had the odd sort of um, uh, health scare with my mother, but apart from that, we're, we're, we're all right now. Yeah. But everything's stable now? Yes, it is. Yes, it excellent, is. excellent. Well, it's been uh, not a bad week. We have uh, drawn a game and won a game. Uh, drawn a yeah. game in the Premier League and won a game in the Cup. Uh, and uh, that feels like it could be a foundation to build on. Um, Jim, you went to the Brentford uh, Cup game. Uh, I did, yes. What was that like? Um, it was not a great game, to be honest. And uh, particularly first half was very bland. It was uh, it a um, fairly even sort of game. There was a sort of sense of... As so often you get with cup ties now that neither team was particularly fussed about the, the way it would, would go. And then in the second half, I felt we did want it a bit more and probably just deserved um, to shade it, I think, in the end. But it was it was pretty uninspiring uh, fair, has to be said. Well, it was the um, it was the sort of the obverse of uh, the league fixture in the. Um... You know, in the in the home fixture against Brentford in the league, we had lots of possession, like sixty something yeah. percent possession. All the statistics were in our favour. In that cup game, uh, we played more like an away team, or at least from the yeah. stats, it looked like we played more like an away team. We, you know, obviously we didn't concede. We must have been sort of soaking it up. Yeah, although they didn't threaten unduly, to be honest. Um, and um, the second half, I thought we. We controlled the game in midfield. I thought um, Paqueta had one of his better better games that I've seen, and he and Rice were sort of in control of the midfield by by the end of the game, really, uh, or, or during the second half. Um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, we they probably had a bit a bit more of the ball, but they didn't they didn't do a huge amount with it, and we weren't unduly um, threatened, really. Um, I. I Sort of when Johnson comes in, we do quite often feel a little bit more stable defensively. I, I, I find that he's 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 a, he's a decent defender, isn't he? I, I yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He had a decent game. Um, Emerson didn't have a great first half, but improved. Um, I thought. Uh, yeah, you know, and 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 Antonio kind of you know put himself about, and um, you know it was it was. But it was just a sort of, it had a kind of slightly nothingy sort of feel about it, really, to be honest. Um, yeah. Uh, however, Ben Rama had up, a kind of super know. sub cameo. Sorry? Ben Rama had a kind of super yeah, sub cameo, and, and which is, seems to be, you yeah. know, a fairly common thing because it happened at Leeds as well. I think he came yeah. on, you know, yeah. 70th minute against Brentford and 80th versus Leeds. I'm not sure which of those. Yeah, no, no, he, he made a difference. He was a threat. Um, you know, when he gets on the ball, he's prepared to 
to run at people. Um, yeah, he, he, he certainly uh, improved us. And, um, you know, it was a terrific goal. Although uh, a weird piece of goalkeeping. The ball sort of wobbled, didn't it? Um, and mm. uh, um, the keeper just sort of seemed kind of wrong-footed by it in an odd yeah. way. Because it didn't go in the corner. It went no, no, no. in the middle of the goal. But, but um, you know, you'd have felt if it was your goalkeeper, you'd be a bit disappointed in the fact he didn't actually attempt to save it at all. Um, but uh, yeah. it was good. Yeah, and typical kind of great, great tackle on Wissa from, from Rice to, from Rice, to win yeah. the guy, you know, win the ball that, 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 that set it up, you know. Um, so, yeah, no, he was good, Ben Rommel, when he, when he came on. He, he, he did make a difference, um, I think. You know, there's quite a sort of... Uh, um... You know, a lot of chatter on the sort of social media about sort of, you know, why doesn't he start all these games? I think that his highlights reel <laughs> makes him look absolutely fantastic. Uh, but if you go every week and sort of see him throughout the course of a game, then you might have an inkling of why that is. I know that the, you know, he... Um, slightly fanned of those flames by... there was a, He was sort of caught by um, a, a sort of obvious piece of lip reading saying why always me when he was uh, substituted in a game a few matches ago and um but again i mean you can see why um he's yeah. a very frustrating yeah, player you, isn't he he is frustrating because you can see you know he's 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 got all the uh, the equipment and i think he's been i think he has improved this season i mean yeah. you've said that a couple of times, I thought you know he was um, uh, terrific early on. He was terrific in that away game at Forest very early on, um, yeah. and seems to be a bit more. Seems to have sort of not bulked up, but but seems to be a little bit more difficult to knock off the ball. A bit more upper body strength, a bit more, bit more sort of confidence and swagger about him. I think this season, and um, you know, you need you you know you. You need players to come off the bench and, and make and make an impact, and I, I think you yeah. know, he fits that bill at the moment pretty well. He's had his fair number of starts, though, hasn't he? And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not um, it's not that he's being kind of ignored or, or whatever. I think it's just a question of you know the best way best way to use him, and and you know, running at tired defenders. He's very good. Absolutely. The, well, and, but that's also a new aspect of his game this season. I don't think he ran with the ball as much as he did in previous years when he's oh, been yeah. with us. In fact, I think he's been quite keen on sort of getting rid of the ball as soon as he's got it. You know, I think not not because he's trying to hide in the game, but because he thinks, you know, a pass, you know, will move the ball quicker than running with it, yeah. which is true, obviously. But, um, uh you know the the willingness to carry the ball and to run at defenders with it um, feels like a new that feels like a new sort of uh, side to his game this season and mm. um, yeah welcome as well you know like you say running at tired defenders I think um, you know what perhaps people that you know maybe just haven't seen him over kind of ninety minutes repeatedly are unaware of is the fact that he quite often just gives the ball away in a very dangerous position. You know, we'll have an attack, uh, we'll commit men forward, and then he will bewilderingly just kick the ball into the legs of a man standing in front of him. It'll bounce back and suddenly uh, we're short at the back because we're facing, you know, runners. And um, that, you know, is is frustrating. And, and you know, the... Um, can't remember which game it was probably Brentford the, the, the some of the just the crossings was a little bit yes. just aimless was yeah. aimless you know it's never ever going to get to its intended target yeah I, I I think that's that's the biggest frustration of all isn't it is that um there is that sort of lack of end product and that's why it was nice that he got the goal um uh, you, you know yeah quite quite often you get, you know, you get excited because he, he gets past the man or whatever. But then, quite often, tries an overambitious shot or um, just, as they say, puts it into an area rather than picking out a picking out a player. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And, and some of that's to do with the fact that that when we get the ball in those areas, there isn't enough movement and presence in in the box for me. We we 
a lot of our attacking play seems to be at the moment is just to shift it from one flank to another and try and go sort of go round the yeah. outside of teams. And um, I, I, quite often, you know, there isn't really, you know, like Antonio or someone has gone out to be part of that passing, you know, triangles outside, you know, wide and and therefore isn't in in the box, you know. Um you know, when when Moyes had a real sort of impact on us, we, we we were we were scoring goals on transition, but we were also at times, you know, getting players into the box. You know, Fornals would yeah. often be around the penalty spot, kind of having a having a sniff. Didn't always finish particularly well, but he was quite often, you know, in space. Suchet would of, would often get in the box with a late run or get on the end of thing. That just doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be happening at the moment. We don't seem to be getting those midfield players into scoring positions. And and, and the goals from open play have substantially dried up, haven't they? I mean, we're, we're, we're you know, it's, uh, it's a real problem. It is, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, one yeah, of the goals... Against, it, yeah, go on. One of the goals against Leeds was a penalty, you know. Um, yeah, and the other one was a 25-yarder. Was a I mean, yeah. from, a, from a defensive error. You know, so that... Um, uh, and and this and the goal against um, Brentford in the cup was 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 a was a goal in transition from twenty five yards. You know, it's great that Skamaka scores the odd spectacular goal as he's capable of doing, and we've seen that. But you really want him to be scoring some tap ins, don't you? We want to be creating yeah. chances where he just kind of tucks it in in the six yard box, and we just we just don't seem to be making those chances. We, we, you know, as you said, uh, while we were watching the Brentford game, um, we bizarrely, uh, given that we've got sort of Paquetta and Rice in the centre of the park, uh, didn't really do anything up the middle of the pitch. We were sort of aiming for the flanks. Um, and there was a sort of bizarre situation. I talked about it a bit last week um, yeah. with Mark Webster, where, um, you know, we were playing against the Brentford um league game uh at the london stadium we were sort of playing with yeah. wing backs but also cresswell yeah. as the right side of a three was joining in and ben rama appeared to be playing on the left flank those front three players the two wide ones bowen and ben rama were playing on the flanks as well so what we saw quite yeah. a lot was ben rama ran towards the corner flag ably supported by Cresswell, ready to sort of overlap, and Emerson lurking, you know, in that thing. The overlap didn't happen. Ben Rama tries to sort of cut inside, hits a dead end, so decides to pass to the overlapping either Emerson or Cresswell, who then, because everything's congested, passes it back to Rice, who then switches flanks yeah. to Su Sufal, and yeah. then there's a cross yeah. when... Brentford had 10 people in their penalty area by now. You know, wing play requires a bit of pace. You know, there's got to be... They can't have everyone back by the time you cross it into their penalty area, you know. No, no, I think that's I think that's right. And and um, uh, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, is it, a, is it, is it a little bit of a, of a... One of those situations. I can remember years ago, you know, um, watching... Uh, I remember the team that went down, we're going a long way back, but in the, in the late 80s, the 89 yeah. I can remember that team having the ball quite a lot and then just shoveling it from one side to the other, yeah. doing the same sort of thing. Like nobody's really prepared to take the responsibility to have the shot or take the final man on or, you know, and I, I think it's an indication of a lack of confidence running running through the team, really. Um, and And hopefully maybe... We, you know, obviously Leeds was a was a rot stopping um, performance um, and result, and 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 now with a bit of bit of perhaps confidence from the from the cup, hopefully we can. You got you got games where you would, you know you'd hope you can get points coming up. Um, maybe we can turn it around a bit. I, I, I don't know. Um, it's yeah. uh, a worry, I have to say. You know, in spite yeah. of the, the the fact we've had a better week, it's still. You, know, you don't feel that some of the kind of core problems have actually uh we've won a you know we, we won a game and we got a point but yeah but, you know um it was interesting i think i think um it does look as though he's going to settle on paquetta in a slightly deeper 
deeper yeah. role, doesn't he? It's just like kind of, you know, it's almost as though he didn't re- quite realise what he bought. I, I was, there was a sort of sense in which Paquetta was the sort of marquee signing we could get rather than the one that we really wanted to get, even though he was sort of kind of about fourth choice, really. Yeah. Um, I think he maybe thought that he could sort of convert him, you know. In yeah, the, maybe, he's, maybe. he's a central midfielder, but, you know, he's a Brazilian, a fancy Dan Brazilian, yeah. and that, that you know, he could make him that kind of number yeah. 10 player. Yeah. Um, yeah. He isn't that kind of business, though. He is very much the nuts and bolts player in that Brazil side, isn't he? He's the, he's yeah. the nexus between their scintillatingly skillful and pacey front four um yeah. and Casemiro who sits uh, in front of their in front of their defense and he he just he's a water carrier isn't he for for for, for yeah. respect yeah yeah um plays slightly sort of nominally plays in the space of the pitch where a number 10 would play but yeah. but isn't really a, num- a, a, no, a no. number 10 he's he's a, he's a he's a you know he's an artisan isn't he he's not a, a fancy dan he's an artisan um, but I think he looks better in that slightly deeper position alongside Rice. Yeah. But what I'd like to see then is the scope to put a slightly more attacking player in front of them and getting closer to Antonio or or Skamaka. That that's um, you know that seems to me a potential way of of solving the problem of getting bodies in the box and being able to play a little bit more through the middle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel that, you know, whenever I sort of see a kind of 4-5-3 lineup, I, you know, get excited because what I'm sort of picturing is Harry's 4-5-3 lineup, which, um, you know, had wingbacks, had a sort of uh, a holding pair, Lomas and Lampard, in our case, Rice and Paqueta, then a number 10, I.L. Berkovich. Yes. I think, I think um, four nows would be good in that position. Yeah. And then two up front, Bowen and Skamaka, yes. or Ben Rama and yeah. Skamaka, or yeah. Bowen as a wingback, or Ben Rama as a wingback, you know? Um, yeah. They probably don't defend well enough. I'd say possibly Emerson, maybe, you know, there's quite a few that could have a go at being a wingback for us. Emerson, certainly. Uh, ben Johnson, possibly. Um, Kara, maybe, you know? Um, yeah, but not on the left. I mean, he played, no, no. He started him on the left, didn't he, against these? I mean, I, you know, yeah. I agree. I mean, Kara... I, what is Kara? I mean, I don't know if we just talked yeah. about this last time, but, but um, a little bit. Uh, well, you know, I, 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 I'm slightly baffled as to to what his to what he is really. Um, well, let's discuss that after this message. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back. Um, yes, we were talking about Kara. We saw yeah. Kara in his uh, debut for us. He went straight into the team, didn't he, in one of yeah. the uh, uh, Europa League fixtures? Or yeah, was it a conference? Right. Conference, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Conf- conference. Yeah. 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 Conference fixture. And we uh, and saw he was... went to that Man United game away where he played as yeah. a sort of conventional right back and was really good, I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he just seems to have serial mistakes in him, doesn't he? Um, and... You know, he seems a bit. I suppose, ideally, you know, he's the right side of a of a back three, possibly. That yeah, might his best, you know, role. Um, Aguard, um, yeah. Zuma, yeah. and Kara. Yeah. Oh, as a sort of footnote, I would say Aguard looked looked good um, against Brentford. It just right. just looked very solid and assured, and you know, he's an he no you know, no fuss. Uh, yeah, and really and. Um, Rarely wastes the ball as well. Yeah, yeah. He he seems to be good in in possession. And that was obviously, you know, in in some ways, Moyes has been unlucky with that, particularly with that injury, um, because obviously there was some kind of plan, I think, either to play a back three with him and Zuma and 
and carer or, or, or to have Zuma and Egged as your as your as the heart of your defence. And we haven't had a chance to to play that defence yet. No. So um you know you feel sorry for him in, in, in that respect. Um yeah. however, you know, having got our noses in front at Leeds, um and once again it was a soft, soft goal from a throw in, you know, yeah. that, that, that that let us down. And and you just feel that the that the moment that kind of that kind of steel and that kind of confidence, that kind of you know swagger that that we had, um, certainly in 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 the season before last and, and for the first part of, of of last season, seems to have deserted the team, doesn't it? Collectively, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a worry. Where, what do you, I mean? You presumably talked last time. I'm sorry, I haven't listened to it, but you you talked last time presumably about the Moyes situation at length i've no doubt yeah i mean uh, what uh, my point in in the last podcast was actually that i i um having watched um the brentford game on match of the day two uh for one for one of the only times in my life i was uh swayed into changing my mind by alan shearer and danny murphy who uh said you know they thought that of any manager in you know the football league if anyone deserved more time it was david moyes and um I was very swayed by that argument. I did think, I did think, you know, again, in their punditry, they sort of said um, that West Ham sort of played well for spells against Brentford in that game. And obviously the stats bear that out. Um, I think the trouble is for us that we've seen that a lot this season. We've seen us playing well and losing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and definitely. you know what we said. You know, I turned to you quite early on in that Brentford game when we had that. You know, we really came out of the blocks in that game, didn't we? And had a really good yep. first fifteen or first so minutes. And I good. said, you know, I hope this isn't going to come back and bite us in the ass, but, but because we just don't score when we when we're you know dominating the game. And uh, you know, the the other team has a spell, puts the ball in the net, as you you know as you pointed out. Brentford had pretty much two attacks and scored from both of them. Yep. Yep. And. You know, defensively, we're we're losing something. You know, long throw for one of them, and our aging left back getting getting out muscled and outpaced for the other one. And uh, you know, I think I think it's a sort of toxic combination, isn't it? We are playing generally. Our football is not bad. We're definitely always competitive in midfield in games. We have spells of of quite nice possession. We occasionally work the ball into quite into quite good positions for crosses and that kind of thing. You know, there is a sort of sense of when you watch them and they think, "Oh yeah, no, we're not playing, we're not playing badly." But it's that toxic combination of we don't score from open play or, or very rarely, um, we don't create enough chances from open play, and we and we don't take them at you know shooting statistics against in that um, in that uh, um, Brentford game and that it was were dreadful. Um, yeah, and then. Um, uh, and the Leeds game, I think, weren't weren't good either. Uh, and then and then we we just will concede. I mean, you know, we are not keeping clean no. sheets. <laughs> just 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 not. And then I think that saps away the confidence of a team, isn't it? That that, that you know, when when a team is um, confident that it's going to score or or it can score, um, it doesn't matter if you concede the odd goal. Quite often in that. Um, the season before last, the, the big lockdown season, we quite often went one nil down, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, we went one nil down at Leeds and beat them two one, you know, and held on. Fully really confident we were going to put the ball in the net. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, you know, you can remember that Pardew team. You know, used to yeah. concede goals, but regularly would go. Well, never mind. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna score. Yeah. So we're not worried about it. Whereas I think this team has got a collective, has got a real problem when. It goes one nil down. It's in trouble. It goes two nil down. The game is over. Um, yeah, I um, uh, I really feel that um, um, you know, when when we signed Decanio, uh, whether or not it was you know sort of consciously stated out loud by Harry, probably was, but uh, they really did seem to have a kind of game plan that involved get the ball to Decanio very quickly, and I sort of feel like. I, I feel like they the last person they want to pass, pass the ball to is Skamaka at the moment. They wait until he's got every single player around him and then try and put it on his head. 
And yeah. Um, yeah. I really feel I, I, I really feel I'd like them to just go, we should get the ball to Gianluca as soon as we can. If they just, you know, had that in their, their sort of mindset, because he's a good distributor of the ball as well. You know, he's a talented footballer. and he's, we, need get, we need to get players closer to him, don't we? Yeah. He's, he's too often too isolated. He's being asked to play a sort of slightly unfamiliar back-to-goal role, and and uh, he's learning as well. It's a combination of things, isn't it? You know, we've seen what good feet he has, and, and he is he can hold the ball up. Well, you know, I think he holds the ball up with control yeah. better than Antonio, in fact. Um, oh, absolutely, yeah. But, yeah. But, but, you know, you can only do it for so long. You have to have options and people coming into play and your third man running as they, you know, as the old sort of um, Tony Carr exercise, you know, you have to have, we just don't seem to be doing that. He cuts a bit of a an isolated figure too too much of the time. I think at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I mean, just briefly, just to finish up, because come back to the Moyes thing. Um, my view is uh, if the if the re, if the, there is a genuine saying, I mean, if, you know, if the board are conscious that he. Um, is losing the dressing room in a sense, and that players are yeah. are not happy in some way, and that they therefore feel he's not the manager to take the club forward. Then I I, I don't see the point of protracting agony. Really, I mean, if, no. if, if you, I don't like this kind of well, if uh, if if um, uh, Fabianski hadn't hadn't made that save at the end. With these, that would have been Moyes sacked, and he's got two games now to save his job. That should make no difference. All that that doesn't help anybody. That just puts pressure on unnecessary pressure. Um, I, you know, I don't see what's different. If you if you've made your mind up that he's not the right one and he's not going to be the manager long term, I think they should. I think they should. You know, pull the trigger now and um, give give a new manager at least some of the window possibly to try and. Sort of, sort yeah. of, and, and half a season of, of games. Um, whereas I think what's going to happen <laughs> is that they will sack him when the new manager doesn't have any transfer window and only has a third to a quarter of a season of games. And yeah. that doesn't seem to be a sensible, sensible policy. I mean, personally, I, I don't like, as you know, I, I've never liked sacking managers. I think most managers need time and, and, and get better time. But I, I do feel. I'm a bit, I'm a bit out of touch, and and modern footballers just get bored with managers. I just think they, I think modern footballers go, oh, well, the training's still the same as it was two seasons ago. Um, yeah. You know, oh, I, I, I'm, I, I, I don't feel, you know, we've had a couple of bad results. I don't, he's not changing. I haven't got any faith in. You, you sense that, you know, that they've got a kind of sort of slightly short. <laughs> attention span in that in that sense yeah um, yeah i think that's i think that's right well i mean i think footballers that are really good uh don't have that they're able to kind of motivate themselves they're kind of yeah. uh they're part of their smartness is what you know puts an extra couple of zeros on their sort of cash value um but when they don't have that yeah they need you know again i don't you know i don't know but but i imagine that it's what i have seen a lot of is that kind of you know management training and the sort of motivational stuff and people just need a new thing to think about you know yeah. and um i think that's it it's not you know there was a little bit of sort of criticism of like, you know, especially in, you know, things like Twitter, where people don't really have many words in which to express their frustration. There were quite a few people, you know, furious after the Brentford game going, I'm I'm really tired of this uh, negative, boring shit football. And thing is a lot of these games we, we we're having more shots than the other team we're having more possession than the other team i don't think it's a particularly you know aladician or pulis style boring um style of football that Moyes is imposing on them you know what's happening with those 20 shots is that none of them are going in the fucking net or just within the frame of the goal you know and I'm not sure there's much that he can sort of 
do about that you know it's it the ball's in their court literally if it's a question of getting it you know inside the post or outside the post um it's also you know it's difficult but i you know this this again is something that, that i guess the manager should be equipped to sort of do something about i think sort of it, it it's not entirely moise's fault that a couple of players uh just weren't at the races at the beginning of the season and a couple sort of still are not really at the races Suchek and Bowen particularly uh you know mm-hmm. sort of two of them um yes there's been a drop off in form um, yeah definitely there um and also injuries you know uh um, yeah you could argue that perhaps perhaps looking at it maybe better better due diligence could have been done on Corne who does look as though he's going to turn into one of the perennial sick notes that are unbelievable dire. Yeah. um but the one with the gab was just unlucky wasn't it and and yeah. and that was you know and he was the first signing he was the one they obviously really wanted in terms of the defense you know and i think it does the fact that he hasn't been able to field his first choice defense has mattered i think you know and you've got yeah. to, you've got to you know and and we just you know those first few games of the season yeah the the, the rub of the green didn't go our way did it you know no. it would work a lot var decisions that were a bit sort of shit going against you and you get you know it's such a tight league everything is so every game is so competitive particularly this season isn't there there's nobody who's just going to be cut without trace is there you no know, it doesn't seem to be southampton are heading that way but you know even they've just won in the one at palace in the cup and um, they might have a run, you know. Um, yeah. So it, it's really, really tight. A couple of wins, and we will be, you know, kind of almost in the top half. Sort of mid-table, uh, yeah. yeah. That applies to all the teams down there, really. So yeah. it, it's these really, really tight margins, and and that, uh, you know, once you're once you're in that position, the pressure increases. You know, just a couple of those things to have gone our way in the first three or four games of the season. I don't think we'd be having all this angsty kind of kind of conversation. So I don't I don't think it is it is fundamentally as some people would have it about Moyes as a manager or Moyes' style of style of play. I don't think that's necessarily fair. But I I do take the point that it does look as though the players are not playing for him in the way that they were. They don't believe in him quite quite in the same way, and I and I think that's a problem. And I and you know. I, um, I feel the club's more important, and if you know, if that's yeah. that's the way everyone, that's the way it is, then probably he should go. And if if he's going to go, <laughs> he should go. Are you, are you aware of that being the you know the talk as well that that Moyes has sort of maybe lost the dressing room a bit? I is think there, there is are a, there I, sort of rumours abounding yeah, that I think that's there the are. case? I think there right. are. I think there are. And I think yeah. um, there's a sort of just a bit of a whiff of it coming off the pitch, isn't there? Not not not. Not necessarily, you know. I, I don't think people are not are not trying, um, but there is quite the the heads go down a bit, don't they? Yeah. It's that sort yeah, yeah. of sense of a team that that's lacking a little bit of kind of self collective self belief and yeah. um, a sort of sense that Declan Rice increasingly is kind of running around madly shoring the whole, thing, you know, like you know, shoring everything yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Everybody else seems to be kind of going well. Don't you know, Declan? What you know? It's not going to work, mate. And um, that 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 worries me. You know, having yeah. seen good teams struggle in the past, as we have, you know, it's West Ham. It's in our DNA, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Have teams with good players who still struggle to get results. I mean, that's you can go. I think, back you know, it. I think what happens as well is that players kind of slightly churlishly go, okay, I will go out there and do exactly what you told me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then sort of come back after getting beat going, uh, whoa, you know, you're the manager, you told me to do that. Yes. You know, I sort of felt, I, I, that's what was so sort of strange about this kind of weird overload on the flanks, especially the left flank with uh, Emerson, Cresswell and Ben Rama all sort of populating that that touchline. Clearly, they haven't been sort of told to do that, but uh, you know that uh, it, it just sort of slowed the game down so much that each yeah. of them had to kind of have a touch of the ball. It's like you know, wing backs are supposed to be wing backs, but I don't you know, and and what it sort of meant was that there were wing backs 
overlapping with fullbacks, then overlook overlapping with wingers again because that sort of front three weren't didn't stay close enough to Skamaka. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. And should arguably have been a front two, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, well, yeah. That I mean, you know, that is worrying when the sort of uh, when the sort of dressing room is lost. Well, there are, the there are, there are. I mean, there are definitely rumours. I mean, I don't think it's it's quite as spectacular as you know. And I, I, they must still remember that that you know he he's he's given them good times. But but the league form was bad towards the end of last season as well, wasn't it? So to be to be fair, we're heading towards what what you know, nine months of below par performances and, and results in, yeah. in aren't we? So, you know, no manager, it doesn't matter what your how much credit you've got in the bank, that's that doesn't, you know, it's, this is the modern football, isn't it? That that you know, you're not going to get the time. And then Moyes will know that. And yeah, yeah. And the players will know that. And they either will, you know, Put, roll their sleeves up and and say, well, we want we we're loyal to you and want you to stay, or or they quietly in their own way, um, you know, let it known that they want that they want to change. I think it's all about player power in one one shape or form these days. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about the argument that sort of you know, no missing Noble and Stuart Pearce in particular has meant you know kind of a lack of a lack, you know so we've lost a bit of. I don't know discipline or or, or passion in in behind it's, the scenes. It's a sort of easy go to, isn't it? It's a, so yeah. you know quite often when football fans, you know, they the, the constant Christ, uh, you should get Dixie in the dressing room, yeah. Dixie <laughs> in the dressing, as if it's like you know he's going to tell them to go and sort of just break the legs of the opposition team players, and that's how we'll win the game yeah. is by yeah. injuring all the other players and bizarrely will forget his red cards. You know, this notion that a kind of a player has a certain either personality or set of uh, attributes that they can then sort of just teach to someone or that someone will sort of soak it up by osmosis when they come in, you know, uh, get Paolo yeah. in, get Paolo in, <laughs> yes. you know, um, yeah, yeah. but, but, you know, it, it, it's not, a, you know, it's, it is a compelling argument. He lost Alan Irvine, you know, Stuart Pierce and Mark Noble from the kind of from mm. behind the scenes. And perhaps that is a sort of that is something of an issue, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, and you know, it doesn't feel like Warburton, you know, replaces that that skill set or, or whatever you want to call it, does it? Really? Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's quite possible that you know the 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 you know certainly you 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 get these managers like Clough and Ferguson that are a sort of like they're like a CEO they come and deliver a kind of motivational speech to you rather than actively do any sort of training or that sort of stuff. Moyes, from what we've seen, does actually like to be involved in yeah. training and does yeah. like that sort of thing, but perhaps you know, leans quite heavily on the sort of the professionalism of the players themselves rather than having, you know, anyone to sort of motivate them. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe. Um, be, I mean, their, I be their friend, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Moyes is sort of old school in the respect that he, he expects to be a club, you know, he wants to build a club over a period of time, he wants to do all the, you know, what he did at Everton over yeah. a number of years. And it does feel to me, unless you're in a, Unless through through sheer results you get yourself into a uh, a position of such power, like a, a Guardiola or a Klopp, um, or you've or you've built you have done that building a team up so it's yours, like Potter was at Brighton. Yeah. I think um, unless you're that, I think the modern manager, a lot of the top modern managers, almost build their game on the assumption, build their planning on the assumption they're going to be at a, a club for two to three seasons. Yeah, like Mourinho does a three-season sort of cycle almost now, doesn't he? And, and Conte is pretty similar. It's almost that everything's predicated on you'll get a load of money, so you've got to spend it well in your first transfer window or two because that's when you know the owners have bought you in, so they're going to give you the money to do it. And then um, you know that intensity of pr- producing results in a in a short space of time, and that and and, and they're very you know, obviously very you know skilled and and uh, doing it. Whereas yeah. I think Moyes is is that kind of I don't think he's he, he, you know he he thinks about of it in that way I think he's definitely used the club to rehabilitate his his career and reputation and 
was, I think, hoping to do another Everton at, at, yeah. at West Ham. And yeah. I suspect he's not going to get the chance. He's not going to get the chance to do it. West Ham is in really is it really falls between the stools of a proper properly big club, doesn't it? And um you know, a yo yo club. It's it's not it's not really a yo yo club. It's well again that you know, but it's yeah. not a big big club. But again, that was the kind of beauty of Moyes' Everton. They were they were the sort of club we aspired to be because they they didn't yeah. have a huge amount of money at that time. No. They'd sort of they'd um they'd had several, you know, like Joe Royal, they'd had sort of several managers and built an enormous squad, enormous baggy squad. And Moyes kind of came in and was the solution to that a little bit. Oh, you've you know. frozen for me. Oh, have you? No, I'm I can well I'm still can you um yeah i can hear you now you broke oh, right. you, you froze on jolly. My yeah yeah sorry yeah sorry yeah. i didn't get that last point you made you were talking about everton oh right yeah um you know they were sort of the team that we kind of aspired to be i think because they didn't yeah. have a lot of money and also you know they would occasionally go through some you know lean times but they stuck with Moyes. you know yes they did uh, and um but I do think that was then, and by that, uh, uh, that you know, they stuck with him early. On. I think maybe his second or third season there, they very nearly went down. Yeah, uh, and then and then you know, having got them through that, they 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 stuck with him. But it was it's easier to stick with a manager who has really built a team and has and and sort of has that kind yeah. of power. You know, um, that I I don't at the moment. I, you know, I don't think he's quite got to that point. I do think that the club, as it is at the moment, assuming it stays up, um, is very, very well placed for a young, aspiring, you know, lots of ideas manager to make to make his reputation. It really does feel... I, I, I was disappointed when uh, Potter went to Chelsea because I, I think he would be a fantastic fit. For our club, and it does actually look as though he's not going to last there, doesn't it? No, I don't think he is going to last there. <laughs> so um, who knows? It might be, it might be that you know, before the end of the season, there's a bit of a merry-go-round, and and, and we end up with someone like him. Um, well, there was a little bit of talk uh, when um, it looked like you know Moyes was really on the on the brink of um, Tuchel, Pochettino. And mm. someone else, I think, uh, you know, those were sort of obviously because I think they're currently unemployed, aren't they? Um, I don't think Pochettino yeah. is working at the moment. Tuchel obviously isn't. Well, uh, there was another yeah. one as well. I can't remember who. Um, well, I, I went to the Brentford game with Gary Killington and he, um, on, on the drive there, he made the point that it's very unusual for West Ham to go and poach a manager from someone else. We nearly always just employ unemployed yeah, yeah, managers, um, and uh, I was thinking, yeah, when was the last time that was? Probably Pardew. We poached Pardew from Reading, wasn't it? Because there was yeah. some thing where he had to go on gardening leave or whatever. So that yeah. would have been under, but that would have been under, not even the Icelandics. Would it? That would have been under Brown, wouldn't it? Terrence Brown, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know, because he was saying, "Oh, it'd be great to just go and go and grab company or someone like that from Burnley or someone who's yeah. starting to forge a reputation, has got some big club credibility in their in their locker in terms of their play. You know, um, their playing days. And, uh, you know, I think there's an I think there's something in that. There's something uh, that, that that would be where I'd like us to go rather than just simply." get the biggest name manager who doesn't happen to have a job at the moment, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, we'll see. But, um, yeah, you know, these next few games are sort of very crucial. I think part of, the problem, part of the problem, you know, again, it comes back to players, you know, not playing sort of at their best, is that, the, you know, the, the ones that um, sort of may well be uh, playing for him and doing their absolute best to keep David Moyes' job and keep us in the division are ones who are physically less able to do that, like Aaron Cresswell, who I think is a sort of model professional. But I think, you know, there was nothing about, nothing he could do about being turned by Tony, you know, against Brentford. He just wasn't big and strong enough to sort of be able no. to do that. And I think a few years ago, he would have at least had the, the pace 
pace to yeah to turn and he just doesn't now similarly you know another player i forgot to mention who sort of really sort of hit the ground walking was Sufal this season, who I think there's been a bit yeah. of an up. I think there's yeah. been a bit of an uptick actually. He looked good in those games in the winter break during the World Cup. And I think he's looked, you know, more like his old self recently, though perhaps still not, you know, quite firing on all cylinders. But um, you know, he's never been blessed with, you know, the greatest pace, but he was a good reader of the game. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I think he's still a solid solid fullback. I, I, I think he's always been slightly limited going forwards. Um, and now, yeah, I think, you know, just, just, just lacking a bit of pace possibly. I do, I, you know, yeah, um, he got injured at Leeds, didn't he? I don't know if that's, uh, he went off injured anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, um but yes, I, um, Yes, there is every possibility that we sort of, you know, perform sort of badly in the next couple of games and then the managerial change will still happen. Um, yeah. I do sort of feel that, like, you know, this this does represent a potential sort of turnaround this week. You know, I think when Moyes inherited uh, the sort of uh, misfunctioning team um, from Bilic and Pellegrini, it took a little while for things to change. And, uh, you know, the that, that Brentford game, which I know we lost 2-0, but he did do some things that yeah. certainly the fans were crying out for. He played Paquetta deeper, played three at the back. You know, yeah. um, Emerson yeah. got a start. Skamaka started, you know, um, Ben Rama. So... So he is trying to sort of make changes. Um, what we have yes, seen, I, I, yeah, I, I think he, he always has that. I mean, I think the idea that he's he's some kind of um, quasi Allardyce has never been there. That, I've never bought that argument at all. My, my thinking about you know getting rid of it is as I've as I've explained. I just think that's possibly you know to, to the way modern football is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I often feel too much is read into. I think managers quite often are, at that level are sort of much of a muchness in a way, apart from the perhaps the elite few who can. But but um, you know, in, in the end, either you've got the, you've got the budget and you can you can you can buy yourself um, out, of, out of trouble, or or you've got some ideas that players will buy into for a <clears throat> a period of time. And if you're lucky, you get the chance to kind of rebuild and build a, a, a squad over over a period of time, you know. And then you get yourself into a sort of slightly unassailable position as the governor, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, yeah. Moyes has not got to that point at, at West Ham yet. He did at Everton, um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I suspect that was then, and this is now, and and uh, he won't get the opportunity. I don't think, but. Right, we'll yeah, interesting. Depends how the next couple of games go. And yeah, it does, end, a bit, uh, it does a little bit. Yeah. We're playing Wolves next wolves. weekend. Yeah, Wolves. Um, yeah, not a happy hunting ground, has it been in, in recent in recent years? Um, but you feel as though that's 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 a game we can get. That'll be a close, tight, you know, one goal or either way sort of game. I is my suspicion. Well, at home we've done well, you know, in the lockdown season and the following season. We've been yeah. 4 0 or something, didn't we? Yeah, um, yeah, four, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not done so well up there, but. No. Um, I, I, I. Yeah, hopefully we just get some breaks. Just, you know, we haven't had many of the breaks, so maybe we just get a little bit lucky and, and nick it, you know, 1 0 or 2 1. I think and maybe yeah. go 1 0. 1 0. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm maybe we tighten up at the back and you know I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go one nil. Yeah, I I uh, I think I'm I'm think I might have to go for a draw again, uh, that, that which is what you would it. No, I mean that's what both Mark uh, Mark Webster and myself thought about the Leeds game. I think he went one nil and I went two two. Uh, it's one all and I went two all. Um, but uh, yes, I think I'm going to say I might say two all again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I think um, you know these games are crucial, but they are also away games, uh, and uh, we were very good away from home. But um, I don't know that we still we're still <laughs> quite the force we were away from home. I mean, yeah. we've been very unlucky away from home. Good performances. Yeah, you know, we have like, been. We have you know, been. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, then... Manchester United, Nottingham Forest. You know, all of those were. Yeah. You know, Everton. 
should have won that. All of those games we should have won. We could have won. You feel you feel that you know Wolves Wolves away, Everton at home, a minimum of three points. Yeah, he yeah. needs to save his job, I suspect, and we need to to give us. You know, we're going to be in big trouble if we don't get at least three points in the next two games. I think. No, absolutely. We will be rooted. We will probably be properly in the bottom three. But then we just outside it on goal difference at the moment. Yeah, on goal difference. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to get into a position where you're you're really chasing. You know, at the moment, a couple of wins and there's some breathing space and and so on. And you know, February is looking quite tough. Newcastle, Chelsea, Spurs. Yeah. That, that's you know, so so uh, you'd be doing well to get any points from. I mean, maybe a Chelsea at home. I fancy their current. Yeah. Parlous state, but um, tough to go to Newcastle now. Um, Just getting a bit of confidence from um, those couple of games, though the uh, the Wolves game and the Everton game will help. Will make a huge difference. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, and maybe you know, a couple of couple of players back, Zuma back, perhaps. Um, you know, I don't know where, how far Corne is off, but um, that would, yeah. You know, who knows? Yeah. It, it could all turn around. I mean, I don't think we're. You, clearly, there is there is both the quality of player to to for us to be at least comfortably mid table. We know that, don't we? Um, yeah. And I think there's also some character. They're, they're, they're not they're not complete wusses, you know. I mean, Paquetta's got a bit about him. I think it actually. Yeah. You know, um, he might not have been what what they expected they were getting, but he is quite a battler. Um, yeah. You know, they they they, they do get. They are prepared to get stuck in. They are to. They are prepared to. I, I feel he's got to find find a way of regularly getting four nails in the starting lineup because yeah, me too. I think four nails his energy is infectious and um, you know he he makes a bit of a difference to yeah to I agree I agree the pressing and all that sort of side of the game yeah yeah absolutely uh, well. That's probably it for this uh, this week. Uh, this has been Stop Hammer Time. My name's Phil Whelans. With me has been Jim Grant. Here we go. Come on, you irons. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.